Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent. Paging Dr. Douchebag. Crash Gladys. Get in crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming off three. Happy Father's Day to you, Freak Nation. All you fathers out there and all you who have fathers, well, most of us do, unless you were created in a lab. Some dude in long white coat and smoking a peace pipe. Excuse me. Yep. Um, I got a question, or actually yep. I have a statement. What's that? Even if you were created in a lab, mm. if you are like some supersonic human, mm. you still have a father. The sperm comes from somewhere, Kenny. Thank you. You're welcome. It's back. How you doing, man? Stat Man Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, at Speed Freaks on Twitter and Facebook, and of course the website, speedfreaks.tv. Fernando Alonso, he's going to join us here in the Freak Nation. Significance of him today? Well, Crash will show it, share it to you and share it with you in moments in pit news and notes. Oh my God, huge! Also, going to flash back five years ago with Kenny Burns. Excuse me. Brandon Bernstein. That's right. Brandon Bernstein, who hasn't been in a car, what, three, four years? A big win in Pomona with us sneaking up on our 18th year anniversary. Going to have a couple of flashbacks here for you uh, the next couple hours. Also coming to the Freak Nation, Tony Schumacher, NHRA top fuel winner for Bristol. He's going to be here in the Freak Nation. And Gabby Chavez, IndyCar Series pilot, an American, a Colombian American or an American? Colombian American. Colombian, not American, Colombian, right? No, Colombian American. Got him. Born, born in Bogota. Mm-hmm. Statman, you, have you ever been down to Bogota when you were used to do your little drug running? No, I was always able to make them deliver it to me. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> Isn't that, nice when work. you hear just the name Bogota, you automatically go to drugs. Why not cigars? Or Medellin, yes. or you know, all Cali, all of those are probably wonderful cities, incredibly beautiful cities, but they've been ruined by the drug trafficking that happened there in the last 25, 30 years. I'm still trying to figure out what freaking cigars from Bogota. No, I'm just Colombian cigars, right? Cuban cigars. Never mind. Never mind. Continue. Oh, man. Please proceed. (laughs) Never mind. 18 years, Kenny. (laughs) 18 years. One station, one mic, one hour. Oh, my my gosh. Wow. Man, they make some great, great beer out of Bakersfield, California. Stop it. Crash car. Somebody might in their garage. <laughs> what about cigars in Medellin? <laughs> that drug cartel up there in uh, Seaside, California. You know, <laughs> I'm a human. I made a mistake. That's uh, how we roll, Freak Nation. How are you doing, man? How are you? No, how are you doing? 800-878-7529. That's 800-878-PLAY. And again, at Speed Freaks on Twitter, Fernando Alonso, Tony Schumacher, Gabby, Gabby Chavez, Brandon Bernstein, a flashback five years ago, will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. This hour brought to you by our good friends at ISM Raceway. Coming up this November, the semifinal race for NASCAR. It's the Can-Am 500. Get your tickets now. 
for the 9th, 10th, and 11th of November, ISM Raceway, formerly Phoenix Raceway, now ISM Raceway, the grand opening or reopening, depending on how you look at it. Casey Kane, 28th in the NASCAR Cup standings. That's right. Casey Kane, 28th in the NASCAR Cup Series standings. We'll have a new crew chief starting next week in Sonoma. You don't say. <laughs> Are we going to hear that sound drop pretty much ad nauseum the rest Probably. of the show? Probably. It's, it's, it. it's the uh, precursor to our celebratory 18 years. Because how many times? Were you how, Price is Right? Price is Right viewer? Like, not really. Oh, in college. I watched no. that show all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roush Fenway Racing officially added not one, but 10 more cup races to Matt Kenseth's 2018 slate a couple of days ago. So far, the experiment to use the, uh, what, two-time, no, single champion, 2003 champion, that's right, in select races really hasn't given the number six team uh, a big boost. I believe Casey, excuse me, Trevor Bain, his average finish was 24.73. Matt Kenseth so far, 24.75. Okay. Yep. How's that? How's that working out, man? God, what an indictment that is with Roush. And something else I want to talk about in the next couple of hours, somewhere we got a packed show. Is I still go back, and the conversation has been carrying on throughout the week on Twitter with Michigan, and we know the rain paid played something of an effect on the lack of attendance. But when you you cut down the stands to where you have about sixty thousand stands available now, and you still can't pack that damn thing in the backyard of Ford. And Chevy and Chrysler. Chrysler. A lot of things to talk about. Uh, We're going to reset. Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes coming up. Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. The Freaks. Welcoming in. Affiliates, 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 affiliates with Speed Freaks. How are you guys doing? You got it, Speed Freaks, on a Sunday night. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, a big show for you. Fernando Alonso, Tony Schumacher, Gabby Chavez, Brandon Bernstein. Yep. Big stuff. Big, big stuff. Huge. 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 Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes, brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You go to ContinentalTire.com. Or stroll into your favorite tire store and get yourself some Continental tires right now. Crasher? A vast majority of the drivers at the 24 Hours of Le Mans were on Continental tires. And get this, after 18 years of failure, 18 years, Toyota has finally won one of the world's biggest races. Like I said, decades of trying, but they can now call themselves a Le Mans winner. And as if that wasn't enough of a storyline, it was F1 champion Fernando Alonso's debut in the 24-hour race. Uh, Yeah, in his debut, he takes the win. Hi, my name's Fernando. I just crushed a quadruple stint overnight to lift my team from two minutes down to the win. Yeah, this, I mean, there are storylines after storylines after storylines with this this epic Toyota Fernando Alonso win. The picks are legendary. Atop the podium was Fernando Alonso with his teammates, Kazuki Nakajima and Sebastian Buemi. So now Alonso has just one jewel missing from his triple crown. He's won the Monaco GP. He's won the 24 hours of Le Mans. Now he wants the Indy 500. Will he try again next year? Remember, we've already told you McLaren is coming in full time to the IndyCar series. NASCAR Trucks and the Xfinity Series raced in Iowa this weekend. Brett Moffitt, your winner in trucks, and Justin Allgaier, just a dominating performance. 
Nice, nice done on uh, Father's Day, Mr. Justin Allgaier. Arca raced in Madison, Wisconsin. Chandler Smith for Venturini Motorsports taking the win on those general tires. NHRA raced in Bristol, baby, and it was quite a happy Father's Day for Don Schumacher. His team doubled up, including a win from his son, Tony Schumacher, his first of the year, and also teammate Ron Caps, his first of the year. Another father taking the win in pro stock, that was Mr. Jig Coughlin. Let's talk Alonzo, Kenny Sargent, Statman Carruthers. We'll talk a little Fernando Alonzo's, the significance of his win in the 24-hour Le Mans. Does it resonate with you, Freak Nation? Again, follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks. We're there for on Facebook at the website, speedfreaks.tv. Fernando Alonzo and Michigan and NASCAR. Man, a lot of empty seats last week. More coming up. Speed Freaks Pits. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. Sir Jeremy, you are a true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Madam Susan, you are an even truer friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. What is that? This is a spiced honeymead wine that I have really been into lately. Please follow Sir Brad. He's going to give you a private tour of the pit of misery. I'm sorry, what? Pit of misery. Dilly dilly. Here's to the friends you can always count on. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. 
Welcome back to the Freak Nation. I am Crash Gladys, Statman joining us in Los Angeles. And, well, Kenny, he's just MIA right now. Oh, hey, happy Father's Day, Ken, with your Bob Ross shirt. Somebody's got to go potty. Oh. And I had to go it, potty, Crash. Can't do it during the commercial break? No, I, I, that, what the hell you think? That just, no. <laughs> that was a three-minute commercial break. Happy Father's Day to you and Statman. This is your day, boys. Statman, were you, were you loaded last big... night? Did you get loaded? Loaded? No, I had some health issues that I had to deal with oh. all week long. Well, loaded can certainly put those aside for about 12 hours. Yeah, but uh, I wasn't loaded. I was ch- popping pills, though, but I wasn't <laughs> <loaded>. <laughs> Well, crap. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. You look at... You look at where we all, and, and again, I know this is going to be a short segment because we got uh, Tony Schumacher coming up, right? Yep. Um, Crash, you owe your start in motorsports to your dad. Absolutely. I do as well. Statman, do you owe your start in motorsports to your old man? No, as a matter of fact, one of the first races I went to in road racing, my mother took me to in Las Vegas. <laughs> what? Yep. A road race in Vegas? Yeah, the Stardust International Raceway. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That actually sounds fun. <laughs> I'll take it. Who was, uh, what uh, series was it? It was a Can-Am race. It was the race that Jim Hall flipped upside down mm, and landed yep. on the, landed upside down in the middle of the infield. Yep, you have talked about that on this show many times. I don't think I ever realized until right now that that was your first ever auto race. That was your first race to go to. Well, it wasn't my first race. I was into drag racing before then, 55 Chevys and 57 Chevys. And a National Trail Raceway Sunday. That was where, <laughs> that was my thing. But the first road race I went to was uh, in Las Vegas, Stardust International Raceway. Now, how was that the one that your mom took you to? Was this when you were in Los? This when you're in Los Angeles, right? Yeah, this was shortly after I I got here in. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got here a long time ago, and shortly after that, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't know why. I've often wondered, smiled to myself those moments when you stare at the ceiling before you fall asleep. I wondered why I ended up going there with her. Uh, I I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> I, I had you not, though, you wouldn't idea. be you wouldn't be here right now. Had you not done that? Uh, probably not. Oh, I did go. Wait a minute. I take that back. I did take a lady to a Can-Am race at Riverside. In fact, we're still friends and uh, still go to movies and have dinner once in a while. Uh, mm. That was back in uh, right. Right after the mud hardened. In fact, that was. Uh, <laughs> You know, shortly thereafter, we went to a Can-Am race in Riverside. So maybe that wasn't the first. It was, it was right around that time that she was in 68, and I think a few more. That was a few more months before the same season we went to Las Vegas. Man. Yeah. So just, two women are directly responsible for me sitting right here on Father's Day 18 years into the experiment known as Speed Freaks. For me, like it that. was with my old man at Dallas International Speedway, Shirley Muldowney in a pink 
Yeah, a pink long sleeve shirt with her silver fire suit wrapped around her waist, and she had no bra on. Ooh. And I was 12 years old. And you were hooked. Yep. And I like myself some drag racing pops. I sniffed <laughs> ethanol. And then pre-ethanol way back in the day. It was, was it? Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I was just, well, first I was in my mom's womb. I didn't even know what, what it was that was vibrating her belly. Okay. But yeah, my dad was the medical director at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And that's all she wrote. That's, I just, that yep. May, Indy, that's me. Thank you, dad. Speaking of nitro, methamphetamines, I don't know why I just said that as opposed to <laughs> ethanol. Well, methamphetamine's a stat, man. Uh, oh, Tony Schumacher, boy. finally. Got himself a NHRA top fuel win. He joins us next. Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Hole Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to mankind. Racing has a problem that must be addressed sooner than later. The idea of blocking another competitor on the track is filled with danger for all concerned. Very early Sunday morning, there was less than three hours left in the Le Mans 24-hour race when Sebastian Bourdais and Frank Makowicki were nose to bumper battling for second place in the GTE Pro class. More than once, Makowicki swerved back and forth, blocking once nearly forcing Bourdais from the roadway. It was ugly. After his driver change, Bourdais was furious. The Porsche team leader made some excuses about tight competition. There weren't any penalties. Makowicki, in fact, went on to finish second in class in his Porsche, and Bourdais' Ford was third. Blocking's not rare. IndyCar officials fight it when they can. One move is allowed. The second move can be penalized. NASCAR largely ignores blocking. Something's got to be done. It's getting out of control, and it's dangerous. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851 When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 
If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. I'm so happy because today found my Back with Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Speedfreaks.tv. Therefore, you're online. We're therefore on Twitter. Facebook, and all the other social media platforms. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. And again, we've been doing it up from the Lucas Oil Studios damn near 18 years. And this guy's been a part of those 18 years. Granted, it's been about a year since his happy ass was in here. You're a winner from Bristol. And Tony Schumacher, NHRA Top Fuel winner. And I think we were saying this earlier before we started recording this damn thing. We kind of forgot how to say your name, Schumacher. It's been so damn long. Uh, tell you, you know what? I, I agree with you. And as I'm staging the car, I hear them announce it and it's schumacher's 150th final round and salinas is number one and i thought this don't shut up that <laughs> don't jinx me now man i gotta get on the Statman show brother what's up <laughs> so here <laughs> here i am glad to be back Stat- got lots to talk about yeah. a year's worth of stuff well what was it that you and crew finally figured out tony we asked that of drivers all the time when it's been so long since they won well, okay, so we bring in Mike Neff and Phil, and they're doing a great job. We're going to final rounds. We're doing awesome. You know, we ran 336 miles per hour in Phoenix, um, and we had been talking forever about how, how are we slowing these things down. I mean, we're going as quick as we used to go, uh, you know, at a quarter mile. It's, it's, so, obviously, as a driver and a team, we don't want to slow anything down, but I understand, and HRA saying this is, you know, we got insurance issues and whatever. So we, they're just going to put less traction down. And I don't know how they come up with the number they come up with, but that's what it is. And here you go. And it's slippery. And it's what, it's different. Okay. You know, like we spent all this money hiring the right crew to design a good six disc clutch to stick to an awesome, brutally sticky racetrack. And then they say we're going to back it down. Well, we got 20 years of data on how to make it go fast and exactly zero knowledge on how to slow them down. And it just took some time. We knew it. You know, we, we were we were running great. We were leading, winning, you know, going to the finals. Uh, had some parts breakage, but we were doing well. And then all of a sudden we get into this area, and, and it's difficult for Mike Neff and, and Phil Schuler. They did an amazing job the last couple of races figuring out how to open the window where we could slide the car. Because, you know, a slipper clutch, and that's what we use, that's what it's meant for. I mean, we got 11,000 horsepower. But we got to slow these cars down. we got to get them to wear the clutch or slide through the clutch, not apply as much, and just get it to the finish line. 
And, you know, it's hard to take a crew chief that knows how to make a car go fast and tell them, look, slow it down. It's just we got no books to look at, no data to look at. Seven of the smartest crew chiefs and teams out there and nothing to go off. And it took some time. You know, it just took it took a little – it was humbling. You know, those guys sat back and said, we need this. We need to figure out a way to go 390, 4-0. And when I told Phil that at the beginning, the first time I think we came up with this, I said, we need to run like a 380. He goes, oh, you know what? If I ever got to run a 380, I'm in the wrong sport. Now today he goes, dude, we killed for a 380. You just – you got to adapt. And – you know, we made huge changes to do it. What got the job done was slipping that clutch, sliding it through there, being mellow, knowing that we're not going to run a 380 in the middle of this heat. It was 140-plus degree racetrack. Slide it down there. Get those round wins and get to the finals where it starts to kind of cool off a little bit and you can go after it. Tony Schumacher, NHRA Top Fuel winner for Bristol, joining the Freaks. A lot of fans, in fact, were talking about how hot it was out there. Uh, in the cockpit throughout this afternoon, actually throughout the weekend with the humidity and the heat, uh, you've been through this before, but do you ever get used to the humidity and the heat in a drag race car? It, it was brutal in the car. You know, and we kept picking later in the pairs, and you're sitting in that car for a few pairs. I was breathing oxygen as much as I could just to replenish, uh, you know, power, two waters, one power, just to keep the electrolytes. Every vitamin I could take in my bag. I mean, it was just one of those things where you, you had to stay up. You had to stay cool. You know, and, and, and I stand out there and sign for the fans. I walked out second round and said, I love you guys. I really want to be out here, but I've got to stay in the air conditioning. I appreciate it. And there will be no one that doesn't get an autograph if you come back later. But i got to stay cool. you got to understand the game. You know, your body, when it's hot, it just can't produce. It can't do what it needs to do. And it was important. We were going to win and lose these races by very narrow margins. So I stayed cool. I did what I had to do. And uh, uncomfortable when you're in the car, man. And that canopy, you know, it's like a, I feel like an ant getting magnified, magnified, but it is, it is what it is. It's the safest car on the planet. Glad to be in it. Uh, so, you know, the fire suits, people are like, aren't you uncomfortable in a fire suit? Yes, but I'm more uncomfortable on fire without one. So I'm going to put it on. I'm going to do my job, you know, and uh, wear the wicking outfit. You do everything you can to stay chill in that car. Man, I wish, I wish everyone could do it one time. And just see what it's like to sit in that thing under those conditions and have to be good anyway. Tony, it's been since Gainesville last year that you won. And this is crazy to ask you, one of the winningest drivers in the sports history, but do you ever go to sleep at night or stare at the ceiling and wonder if you're ever going to get another win? <laughs> Man, you know, I've had seasons where we won 15 races. But I think if my legacy, when people ask me later in life, what was it that helped you get through all that? It's that I was good at adversity. And we've talked about this so many times. We're going to win races, and we're going to go through dry spells where we're learning. But you don't fire people, point fingers. You rise to the occasion. You lead the team, and you keep their confidence up. We've been saying for weeks, guys, we got a great car chill out we'll get this figured out when the time comes we're going to be we're always at the end you know at the end of the year we're always in the fight so let's get through this let's just dig you know everyone's got bills to pay these these guys that work on the car man we we got to get some round wins for them they they make their living off this their bonuses so we got to figure it out and 
you know, you, you, you can sit there and complain and make reasons and excuses. But the fact is, we just had to figure it out. We needed to be patient. We needed to use all the brain power in the DSR camp. We needed to figure out how to get the, get the job done. We did it. And not only did we do it, but we had a great final round. We figured out how to get down a slippery racetrack, and we are going to be hard to beat for a long time. Tony, if I remember right, your last dry spell, you learned enough to go on a little run and get a couple of championships. That was maybe, what, five, six years ago, whenever it was. Are you learning enough now to maybe put on that championship smile again? You know what? Saturday night, uh, I'm not going to say what happened, but we made a little mistake. We learned more from that mistake in the tuning area than we did all weekend doing anything else. And when you do that kind of stuff, you know, all of a sudden you get this little gift. And it's like, oh, I didn't mean to do that, but wow. You know, and, and you go, and, and it, it, would, it won round after round this weekend. And one round we'd be a little fast, spin in the tires, and one round we'd be light on the clutch just kind of blowing through it. And then Mike said before that round, he goes, we get this right, we're going to run a low, 80, a low 90. And boom, we go right, right down the track, final round, low 90. So Mike and Phil, they're not guessing at this. They got it. They really have a great handle on it. They figured out how to make a car go down a slippery racetrack. Never in my life did I think we could take 11,000 horsepower and slide it to a 390. I mean, when I was in Phoenix, we ran 375 shutting off at half track. Oh. 375 at half track. The track was that good. We could accelerate that hard, make a half track run, run a 75. That's what we were used to. So now to go down the track, run a 394, win the race, it, it seems like I'm in super comp car. It took forever to get there. And you're so, you know, you're used to the same thing. Me and John Forrest have made more laps than anybody in the sport in our categories. It's hard for us to make a change and get used to something so different. It just takes it takes time. You got to sit back. You got to think about it and say, okay, this is what it's going to feel like. It's going to feel like it's got two cylinders on. It's going to feel like it's spinning the tires. And you know, we're just going to. It's a new. It's the. You know, that's what we got to get used to, man. That's the way they're doing it. And until well, Tony, they change, Tony, the, I'm going to butt yeah, in here. Well, that's yeah. a spectacular answer. Yep. yep. But that's not the answer to the question that I asked you. Are you right. learning enough stuff right now to put that championship smile on again like you did Absolutely. after your last would, dry spell? I would not want to race me for the next bunch of races. <laughs> yeah, we have there a you great go. Car. There's your that's answer. That's Tony. We I would not want to race me for the next bout of races. <laughs> that's I mean, awesome. Seriously. Like, I'm calm and cool. I know how to drive a race car, but Mike and Phil just got what they need. And let me tell you, man, have you ever sat up and talked to Zip? Mike now, he's chill. When he gets some confidence, man, you know, I go with that. I kind of go with the flow, man. When he gets that confidence, we're going to be difficult to beat. And, you know, I'm watching cars go out and win rounds and win races that really shouldn't win. And I'm like, God, you know, we should have won that. And then when we get it figured out, we are going to go out and we're going to go on a tour. We've done it before. Different crew chiefs, four different crew chiefs I've done it with. But we're going to go out and win some races. Army's got a handle on this car right now. We're going to go kick some butt. I swear, sometimes when we have you on, Tony Schumacher, I, I really think it's Tony Robbins who is calling us. Your <laughs> mentality and what we've known about you for the last 18 years is absolutely amazing. So let me ask you this again. 
because you say you guys made a mistake last night, and in full Tony Robbins fashion, mistakes are really few and far between. You called it a gift. So how often do you get gifts as mistakes in motorsports? Well, you know, it's a gift if it's qualifying, and you can learn from it. It's not a gift when you make a mistake on race day and someone beats you. <laughs> and we got it at the right time. Look, we've had cars that you go out and you go, man, I'd have beaten every other car but the guy I raced. You know, we, we made we let our guard down here or there. We made a small I'm not, again, I don't like to throw it out there because yeah, no. the data, the people listening, man, they're pretty good at following what I'm saying. <laughs> but the crew chief went out and made a tune and it didn't do what he thought and he learned from it and went, I got it. Now I know how to fit this window in and man and, and you know, when the crew chief says that you go, Yeah, yeah, what come on. But I watched it happen today. I watched what he said happen on paper i watched the screen and i watched them make the change to a, to adjust and and change what had happened and fix it and it was brilliant and you know the problem i got to be honest is i got two other teammates in top fuel that now we're going to have that data <laughs> they're, they're the hardest to beat because we're going to have to hand that over that's what we do and at the end of the day we were going to race each other and the guy that rises you know in the seat of, at the time is going to be the champ but uh, I hate giving up information, especially when you learn it, because we go out and test and test, and you get it figured out, and, and then you turn it over. But the thing about our team is you can have all – it's so hot out, and it's so hard to go down this racetrack. I can give you the information, but you still got to make the call before the run. And that's what Alan Johnson was so amazing at. He could go, oh, and follow the racetrack. Well, Mike Nath and Phil, man, they're getting it. And when they get it, watch out. <laughs> In this give-and-take environment at Don Schumacher Racing, though, how much, I mean, you give, you also take. I mean, Antron Brown, your teammates, they all give you as well. Is it pretty much 50-50-50-50? I don't know that it's ever 50-50, but for, for a long time, we didn't give them, and they didn't give us mostly anything. I mean, Antron and our teams, we kind of battled. We're way more comfortable with each other now. We, we're, we're kind of on the same page, and that's, that's something that takes time, you know. And uh, I mean, look, he ran a, a 89 first round. We ran a 92. That's in a slippery racetrack. There was no one even in the league there with us. So we're doing good. We're working as a team. I uh, kind of expected to race him the third round, but um, he got beat by Torrance. We had to get Torrance out of there. I mean, Torrance has gone on. Good dude, great team, yada, yada, all that crap. But, you know, the fact is they've won some easy rounds. They've won some ones where they should have gotten beat. And they're in so far in the lead, we had to stop them. Hmm. You know, I'm not taking anything away from another team. A team that wins earned it, period. But they've gotten some round wins that, you know, we could have really used that luck. I think that they're peaking too early. You guys have been around long enough. I think they've used up a lot of luck real early in the year. And at the end of the year, we're going to use that same luck when we need it. Well, you crushed it on Father's Day for your dad's team. I mean, there's a little story there as well. I know we didn't have a chance to really get to it, but amazing. And all the winners today were dads. Exactly. Cap's doing it. Yeah, Jags, uh, that was so cool, man. We're all fathers. It was nice to do it. Be able to double up on Father's Day and hand that trophy to my dad. Nothing like it. And I've done that six times, five or six different times in different places. I think five times in – in Bristol and one time in Columbus. So uh, just just awesome to be able to do that. On We're good at big moments where, where the race is just a little more important. You know, I've uh, been blessed so many times to have a great team give me a car that I could win on, on Father's Day. 
Well, don't wait so long to get your ass back in the Freak Nation, will you? Amen. All right. <laughs> From what he's just told us, doesn't right. sound like it is going to be very long. Weekend. There you go. <laughs> All right, Tony. Happy Father's Day, buddy. You guys too, man. Thanks. Yeah, you could hear it in his voice there that he, he feels he's back on track. And that's a little bit of psychological warfare about those other teams peaking a little too early. And the Schumacher camp hopes that they're peaking at the right time. Well, now's the time that is well closer to right than the beginning of the season. Curious if Mexico is peaking at the wrong time. With oh, their... you're just bitter. <laughs> We're going to have to go through this for a few weeks, Crash, yeah. while I know. he gets his fill. Yeah. <laughs> L-Tree taking the win on Father's right. Day was not a good go to break. start Got to go to break. Day. Fernando Alonso next. Speak Free Spitz, Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. The Boca Raton Cougars, the Las Vegas Hookers, and the Arizona Pricks got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the Lexington Studs or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, made with the highest quality 100% cotton available and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome introducing lucas oil racing tv your exclusive unlimited 24 7 motorsports app now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime anywhere get the finest in grassroots racing national events live coverage behind the scenes action and interviews you won't see anywhere else there's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports biggest names like dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing for more information visit lucasoilracing.tv lucas oil racing tv Grab it and hold on tight. Hey, Freak Nation, it's time you clean up your tires and rims, so do it with Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. It's an environmentally friendly treatment spray designed to give tires and trim a long-lasting, like-new shine. Use Slick Mist Tire Shine to remove dull, gray oxidation from bumpers, tires, plastic, rubber, and vinyl trim. It's long-lasting, UV-resistant, and helps prevent sidewall blowout. Log on to lucasoil.com for more info and pick up Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine at major auto parts stores today. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters and the Ad Council. 
You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. I guess that's the Mexican National Anthem. Is that why you're playing that, Clancy? Thank you. Perfect timing. Kenny? Statman? When was the last time you got up on the chair and cheered for the Denver Broncos? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we had the comics, the comedy uh, uh, segment this time. Yeah. I thought we were going to some retro pieces. <laughs> <laughs> At, just multiply that times 100 with my hatred. And general, generally speaking, uh, some veteran U.S. soccer fans, they're – their disdain for the Mexican soccer team. It ain't right, man. I hear current or former U.S. soccer players saying they're cheering for Mexico. You just don't do that. Oh, not happy with Landon Donovan, are you? Yeah, he's. A, I don't know what's going on there, man. That was just strange. So was that a rough way to start your Father's Day this morning? No, it's fantastic. Okay. You can put it, it behind it woke, you. It, like Germany decided to be Germany the last 10 minutes, and you just can't do that in big boy football like this, man. This is just. Yeah, I'm going to sleep through the night. I love it. I love it, Crash. This is going to be wonderful. <laughs> the next month is going to be spectacular. The best. I, no, no, no. I love the World Cup when it comes around every four years. A vast majority. I mean, I've, I've always liked soccer, but a vast majority of my love for the World Cup is because Kenny's just absolute sheer love of the game and his passion for what's going on on the pitch just elevates to another level. But it is interesting with the U.S. not in it this year and his absolute hatred for El Tree and the Mexican national team, It to, this morning was rough. And leading up to this, all week on our Daily Show, he just kept talking about how there's no way he can cheer for our arch rifle. Mm-mm. Nope. And so if Mexico continues to do well, this is going to be a very interesting World Cup. What's so fantastic about my disdain for the Mexican soccer team is my love for Mexican beer, because that's all I was drinking yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Carta Blanca, Corona, uh, Dos Equis, Modelo. Right. <laughs> Modelo. Now, wait. Yeah. Think, you know, uh-huh. We used to go through cases of it in Mexico. Remember those yeah. trips? We'd walk across the street and get us a case of... Yeah, bottles and come exactly. back 12 hours later for another couple of cases. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, uh, yeah. Freak it's, Nation, right there. It's just tough. It's just very tough. Hey, Fernando Alonso making some damn news, man. That This is absolutely huge for uh, not, his, not just himself, but for his automaker and really motorsports <laughs> in general, Crasher. It is huge. Fernando Alonso making his debut in the 24 Hours of Le Mans this weekend. And we caught up with him in Daytona when that was his debut at the 24 Hours of Daytona this past January as he wanted to get used to these endurance races and the twice around the clocks and just sports cars in general. And Daytona wasn't the greatest of runs for him, but hey, there were many, many issues there. And then he does a WEC race just about a month ago. Takes the win there in his debut and then comes over to the 24 Hours of Le Mans and takes the win in his debut there. (laughs) Not only is that incredible, but Fernando has made it known for a very long time now he wants to win because, has it ever been done, Statman? The Triple Crown of Motorsports. That is, 
winning the Monaco Grand Prix in Formula One, which is Formula One Super Bowl, the Indy 500 with IndyCar, that's basically America's automotive Super Bowl, aside from the maybe the Daytona 500, and then the 24 Hours of Le Mans, which is sports cars Super Bowl. And, well, he's won Monaco. He's now won Le Mans, thanks to what he did this weekend. Indy 500, that's the only one left. He's got to do. I think the, probably the, the most unbelievable thing that he did is he drove the car for the full 24 hours. <laughs> kind of. He quadruple stint. He quadruple stinted overnight. So what is that's overnight. eight hours? How how long is a quadruple? How long is a stint? Is a it two? It's between two and three hours. So I don't know what their tire wear was. I don't know exactly. I mean, what I could go and do the research. How many but, hours was he in? Was he in the car at one time? God, are we losing? Did fall off? I think we lost Statman. Hmm. But he quadruple stinted. So again, it's no, no, very... no. It, 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 a stint is about one tank of gas, anywhere from forty minutes to an hour. Oh, I'm so let's say off. it's an hour. Okay, yeah, it's on it, it, you're gonna, they're gonna have a guy in there for eight hours. I mean, that's that's wild. <laughs> I was but when you way with, off. With, with, the, the the guy who did it first, I believe, was the guy who answered our phone in our office. Right. He won the, the, the plus the Daytona 500. Oh, so Mario Andretti, yes, Mario Andretti. How, shame on me for forgetting that. Winning wow, the Monaco. Crash. <laughs> Enough of that sound back. Winning the Monaco Grand Prix in Formula One, <laughs> winning the Indy 500 in 1969, winning the 24 Hours of Le Mans, and then, yes, just to double up or to make Mario even more impressive, he also went to NASCAR and won the Daytona 500. So that in itself is why Mario Andretti was the driver of the century last century. Badass. <laughs> okay, so Fernando's going to do that. Do you think Fernando will ever get in a stock car <laughs> to try to one-up <laughs> Mario? <laughs> No, we're gonna stop. We're gonna stop short of comparing Fernando to Mario. I'd like to see Fernando get in a, uh, a sprint car, in a midget, in a, cr- a crown, an Indy crown. What's what do you call it? Silver, Silver crown, crown car? I would. Yeah, I'd, Mario is the driver that uh, Fernando wishes, dreams that he could be. Then he wakes up, takes two aspirins, and walks it off. <laughs> at the daytona 24 hour we caught up with fernando alonso earlier this year number of things we discussed including crazy wacky japanese fans fernando alonso oh, and he's in a toyota with a japanese driver and another epic headline for this race fernando alonso with the freaks alonso 60s 70s and then in the 80s formula one drivers just fell off the map as far as coming to the u.s and running Indy, Daytona 24. Now, look at where we are. You, uh, Nasser, you have Lance Stroll, Formula One drivers coming over here and running the Daytona 24-hour. Daytona 24 what the hell happened? I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, I can only speak uh, by myself, and uh, that's something that um, it happened last year when we had the opportunity to, to uh, run the, the Indy 500 together with Zach Brown, my, my McLaren boss, and... Uh, you know, he loves racing as much as I do, and uh, we found that, that opportunity. And, uh, yeah, with the Daytona 24, I think uh, it's a perfect timing of, of the year. Uh, at the end of January, we are normally preparing ourselves for, for the following Formula One season. And, uh, yeah, instead of being on the bicycle on the gym, much better to be in driving, driving a car. But, Fernando, be honest. This is still a strain on your body, a strain on your schedule. You're traveling all over the world. Zach Brown's not your boss, man. I mean, he kind of is. But if he says jump, you say how high? No. You're Fernando Alonso. You can say no. 
Yeah, well, but racing, I, I always ask Zach, uh, you know, uh, if I can race here, I can race there, and, and that's my, uh, those are my wishes. Um, after those wishes, Zach come, yeah, you, you can you can race at Daytona, but we, we need to go to Charlotte for some media activities, you know, and things like that. So there are always some trades, you know, here and there, but uh, happy with, with, with this, you know, uh, competition and, and racing in Iconic venues like like Daytona International Speedway is, is a privilege for me. Okay, what can you say to Zach so that Zach says yes, Fernando? Uh, the best thing to, <laughs> for Zach is to invite him uh, a dinner. You know that, that that's that's something where you can uh, negotiate anything. You know, in in those moments is where where Zach is a little bit softer. Yeah. Fernando Alonso, you've experienced the highest highs in all of racing. You've been world champion twice. The last couple of years have been pretty difficult, I would imagine. How does one go from one end of the spectrum to the other like that and still stand here and smile with us? Well, it's, it's, you understand with, with time and with years that motorsport is, is a, a com- complex sport, you know, and um, there is not a, a mathematical um, way of, of racing, you know, and uh, there are always some... Uh, uh, things that are out of your control, and I think uh, the last three years in F1 they were difficult. We had uh, reliability issues, we have uh, uh, performance issues, but you know I think the team is now putting things in place, like uh, the change on the Renault power unit for next year. So uh, you need to be patient, you need to to stay focused and um, deliver. You know, if the car can be uh, tenth, you you have to be fifth. If the car can be you know fifteen, you need to be tenth. So you you find always a small victories here and there. You know, for for the team and for yourself. You're having a damn good time, aren't you? You're signing autographs. You're doing these interviews. It's something that we don't see from Formula One drivers when they come over here. But your social media, you're up at three o'clock in the morning. Instagram videos. This is awesome. You're having a damn good time, aren't you? Did you check my hair? Yeah. At 3 a.m., you know, it was it was crazy. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I love racing, but uh, I understand at the same time that racing is much more than driving cars. Uh, you need to um, be close to your fans. You know, there were Japanese uh, fans here that they, they flew all from Japan to, to watch this race only uh, to support myself. And, uh, and you know, you, you understand that you need to, to, to do s- and to give something back, not only only driving. So uh, I try to be uh, open to everyone. Uh, there are other things that, you know, are a little bit more difficult. It's not only nice things that uh, it happen in, in the day, you know, like now I need to drive to Miami four or five hours and then fly to Europe and uh, training tomorrow. You know, there are things that, uh, you know, in the background that are a little bit more, more difficult, but uh, like any other job. Wait a minute. You said training tomorrow when you land back in Europe. I was just going to ask you, what's your cheat meal now that you're done for a couple of weeks? Guess there's none of that. Yeah, I, I tried that. You know, I, I had an email last last uh, last night about uh, uh, training camp this week with uh, the my physios and my trainers, and uh, I said maybe we can delay it a little bit, you know, until the weekend or something. And they said no, because in the weekend you have this commitment, that commitment. So yeah, it needs to happen. But uh, hopefully, I can convince them to to start in an easy way. Americans, it'd be difficult for Americans to understand someone coming from Japan to see you race here in the United States, but you're used to that. You have to have a relationship with your fans that most American drivers do not understand. How do you build that? I think we all understand. Um, 
if I mean maybe they don't know Japanese fans. That, that's that's the first thing. You know, Japanese fans are are, are quite quite unique. Um, but you know, it, it's the way it is. I think uh, wherever you you race and um, and as as long as you uh, your performance is is the maximum you can do, I think the fans appreciate that. You know, and uh, your commitment, your passion for motor racing, and uh, sometimes you know they they get uh, to know that motorsport is, is is difficult, as we said before, and uh, they keep uh, supporting you wherever it happens in the race. So that's uh, that's something very nice, and uh, I'm I'm thankful for that. Do you have to bring your bigger set of balls to run Daytona 24 next year? Hopefully, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, belts are, are much better now, so that's, that's the first thing. Uh, Indy, Monaco, or Daytona? What are bigger? Yeah, Le Mans is something that is attractive, uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, we need to find more weekends. You know, we, we have only 52 weekends in the year, and uh, we need to find 54 or 60. Thanks for doing this, buddy. Thank you. Rick Nation, let me remind you, that was maybe the 27th of January, and yep. he had his eye on Le Mans at that point. Le Mans is something that is attractive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it's a little more than attractive right now. You're a freaking winner, dude. Wow. That He's guy. winning in sports wow. cars when the Formula One, he can't even get into the final qualifying session. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is going to become more important to him. What I'm you just you. said, Statman, what an indictment on McLaren. Yeah. Well, McLaren hasn't been really top-notch since Lewis left. Now, I'm a huge Lewis fan. I don't know if there's a coincidence there, but Lewis drove that car to championships and race wins, and when he left, the car backed up. Did someone take over McLaren at that point? Was there a major change? Well, there were there were some changes. There was a guy who had the big problem with Ferrari, and he was selling uh, secrets back and forth. He left, but I think the major problem was Lewis leaving. Lewis, I, I, it's going to be a while before we really appreciate how good he is. He, I think, he's the best driver in F1 on all road surfaces including wet. How many titles for Lewis Hamilton? Four. He's tied with Vettel right now. Yeah, he's he's tied with Vettel right now. Do you know that he will stick around to try and get to Schumacher's seven? Uh, I'd like to believe he can. I don't know if Mercedes can be as dominant with Ferrari nipping at their heels right Mm -hmm. now. But uh, it's going to be difficult. Seven is it might be an unreachable number, just like we thought Tiger was going to catch Jack. But a lot of things can happen when you get close. Just keep stay away from the freaking Ambien (laughs) and and the the trailer parks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, women with golf clubs. (laughs) <laughs> that's how we spun this conversation yeah <laughs> yeah <Right>? wrote it. <laughs> wow yeah just stay away from the trailer parks and the midnight diners <laughs> it's perkins yeah just yeah just stay if you if you see anything perkins my man stay the hell away
And you guys got me pissed off, man. I'm, I'm going. I'm reading. I'm reading tweets from today and yesterday from former U.S. soccer players just going after Landon Donovan. And you just saw a commercial here in the studio with Landon Donovan wearing an L Tree jersey. What? Taylor Twelman, formerly with USA back in the day. I'd rather cut off my toe than root for Mexico. I'm on the outside on this one, but how could I root for my our rival? Imagine any. Oh shoot! Uh, what flag is that? Uh, imagine any Colombian player rooting for Argentina today. Yeah, no. If it's got yellow at the top, that's Colombia. Can't imagine how American outlaws would feel if I rooted for Mexico. But then again, I'm old school. Yep. Uh, Freak Nation, next hour, Gabby Chavez, or uh, as we like to call him, Gabby Chavez, IndyCar Series pilot, Colombian, by the way. And a freaking flashback with Brandon Bernstein. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851 When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. 
Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire, it's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined, with Kenny Sargent, Beijing Dr. Douchebag, Crash Gladys, get in crash position, and Statman, don't overdrive the car, here's the Freaks, coming off Freak. Second hour of Speed Freaks coming up in moments. Gabby Chavez, IndyCar Series pilot, born in Colombia. He's a Colombian American. Going to talk to him a lot about World Cup, what he expects out of Colombia. I believe their first match is Tuesday against Japan, as we like to say here in, in uh, Japan. Uh, here in the States. Japan. Men come first and women come second. That's an Austin Powers line. Oh, my gosh, that man. What is going on? Uh, Have you guys checked the water there in the studio? Do we know that everything is okay? Oh, crash. You know the scene. I know the scene, man, but that's taken fully out of context. No, it's not. They consider men first and women second. ah, And every dirty mind. Heard exactly what you said, and a number of people just careened off the freeway because they're no, laughing so hard. No, no, I'm only saying that men are first, women are second <laughs> in Japan. <laughs> I can't even cover up. Wow, this is incredible. I don't know what's in the water, stat man. I'm telling you, man. Mexico, but that beat down to Germany today. Mexican, that win is just affecting everybody. It is. I'm telling you, man. That's how we roll. Second hour of the Freaks brought to you by good friends at ISM Raceway. Experience the grand opening of the new ISM Raceway, formerly Phoenix Raceway, coming up in November, the Can-Am 500 NASCAR semifinal weekend, November 9th, 10th, and 11th. Make your plans now to get your RV out to Phoenix Raceway. Nope, ISM Raceway. That's ISM Raceway, ismraceway.com. 800-878-7529, 800-878-7529 at Speed Freaks. Also on Facebook. Last hour, Fernando Alonso joined us here in the Freak Nation. Significant win with him in the 24-hour of Le Mans. Tony Schumacher was in here. Coming up this hour, Gabby Chavez, IndyCar Series pilot. He'll be in here in a five-year freaking flashback. I believe it was five years. i got to double-check that. It's a while ago. Brandon Bernstein with a win in Pomona when he was driving for Morgan Lucas. Oh, yeah. So that's it has been a while. It's been at yeah. least five years, but it, you're right. It might be six or seven We'll figure it out. Where does the time go? Damn. I don't know. So, again, uh, Brandon Bernstein for joining us here in the Freak Nation. The website, speedfreaks.tv. That's speedfreaks.tv. You missed the show. That's where you go, man. Coming up in about 15 minutes, your stat man, Scat. A uh, little bit of blocking going on. He ain't too happy about it. He'll explain that coming up in his stat man, Scat. Also talked last hour the significance of where our fathers sat uh, the significance our fathers played in our lives, the three of our lives, of getting us into motorsports. Come to find out, it was a beautiful woman 
And another beautiful woman for Statman, his mom <laughs> and a woman got him involved in, okay, didn't get him involved. Still got a friend. Him, yeah, well, yeah, hopefully his mom is, right, Stat? Well, no, the other woman, Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Stat, did you see the brochure that we tweeted out at Speed Freaks from, or, uh, the program from that Stardust Grand Prix? No, I didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Is yeah. that the one with the gold top and the red and white label? Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> Suave was able to get it out on at Speed Freaks when you brought up the fact that that was the race your mom took you to back in the 60s. First road race. Yes. First road race that there was a, a program out there. What was the title of it, Suave? I don't think it's a program. I'm pretty sure it's a book that was published after the after the, the time period. But yeah, I thought it, looks it was like a book. The, uh, the name of the book is fascinating. It's Stardust International Raceway, Motorsports Meets the Mob in Vegas. 1965 to 1971. <laughs> so, Statman. Uh, wow. Are you trying to tell us something? Well, I didn't want that out. Uh, maybe <laughs> I have to call a friend of mine and uh, pay a visit to uh, Suave there and make sure that uh, that's not re- ever repeated again in life. <laughs> Suave, if you, if you ever want to hear the story of Statman walking into the back door of a Harley Davidson shop to pay off a motorcycle with some cash. He'll uh, he'll be happy to share that story with you. <laughs> you remember you remembered that, huh? Oh yeah. I just I'm surprised you're still alive. Yeah, so am I, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Freak Nation, happy freaking Father's Day to all you fathers and to all of those who are soon to be fathers. It's been a fantastic four and a half years for me being a father. It gets better and better every freaking day. Today, Henley decided to say, I'm going to call you father. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> to which you responded, responded, Henley, I am your father. I said, Go get me a- Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined the freaks. Welcoming in more of our affiliates here on Speed Freaks. How are you doing? Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, the second hour, brought to you by our friends at ISM Raceway and ismraceway.com. Coming up this hour, Gabby Chavez, IndyCar Series pilot, a Colombian-born race car driver. Going to be looking at the Columbia-Japan game coming up on Tuesday. All right, real quick, Crasher. I said, I'm going to okay. call you daughter. After Henley said, I'm going to call you father. Yep. And you said? So, well, I'm going to call you daughter. And then she says, well, I'm going to call you mother. Oh, man. <laughs> so, happy Father's Day to you, Freak Nation. Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes, brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tires. ContinentalTire.com. ContinentalTire. ContinentalTire.com. Crasher. Let's talk Toyota. They finally won one of the world's biggest races after decades of trying. Toyota can now call themselves a 24 Hours of Le Mans winner. And if that wasn't enough of a storyline, it was F1 champion Fernando Alonso's debut in this 24-hour race that led to the win. Yeah, Fernando Alonso has now won the Monaco Grand Prix and the 24 Hours of Le Mans. The only jewel missing from his Triple Crown is now the Indy 500. So, yes, let the speculation begin. Will he be the McLaren driver full-time next year in the IndyCar Series? It makes sense. 
But yes, of this weekend, the pictures are pretty legendary. Atop the podium with Fernando Alonso, Kazuki Nakajima, and Sebastian Buemi. The NASCAR Truck Series and Xfinity Series raced in Iowa. Brett Moffitt taking the Truck Series win on Saturday. Justin Allgaier just dominating in the Xfinity race today. ARCA raced in Madison, Wisconsin. Chandler Smith took the win for Venturini Motorsports on his general tires. And NHRA raced in Bristol, baby. Happy Father's Day, Don Schumacher. His team doubled up, including a win from son Tony Schumacher. We had him on last hour. Check the website, speedfreaks.tv, if you missed it. And also teammate Ron Caps. And another father taking the win in Pro Stock. That was Jeg Coughlin. Happy frickin' Father's Day. Yeah, man. Coming up, his name is Gabby Chavez, IndyCar Series pilot. More importantly, Colombian-born IndyCar Series pilot from Bogota, Colombia. He'll be joining us to talk a little bit of World Cup. Also, a freaking flashback with Brandon Bernstein after a big win in Pomona many, 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 many years ago. Uh, getting close to 18 years of doing it in the Lucas Oil Studios for 18 freaking years, man. Gabby Chavez next. Be fixed pitch, Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. Sir Jeremy, you are a true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Madam Susan, you are an even truer friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. What is that? This is a spiced honey mead wine that I have really been into lately. Please follow Sir Brad. He's going to give you a private tour of the pit of misery. I'm sorry, what? Pit of misery. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Here's to the friends you can always count on. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. 
Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters and the Ad Council. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. At Speed Freaks on Twitter, the website speedfreaks.tv. Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Statman. Uh, sneaking up on our 18 years of Speed Freaks. Uh, first time this dude's been here in the Freak Nation, Gabby Chavez, uh, IndyCar Series pilot, on an off weekend. Finally, you get an off weekend, and uh, come to find out, we're getting you out of your camping, or where in the hell are you up in Carolina? <laughs> yeah, up in the mountains in, uh, in North Carolina. Yeah, it's the week, weekend off. <laughs> so, wow. yeah, you're trying to hide from the media, but we found you. That's not fair. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> well, Gabby, we know that uh, you have a little bit of Colombian in your blood, and I would imagine that there's a t- there, that TV is available or internet is available where you are, so you could be watching some of this World Cup, right? Oh, absolutely. Although Columbia doesn't play until Tuesday, but um, I've been watching. I, I don't think I've missed a game yet. Yeah, you look at the the history of Columbia, and of course, 1994. I was at that game. Ooh, wow! I was at that game when it was America it was the U.S. taking on Columbia, and with the win with the U.S., it's as if we won the World Cup. It was such a significant win. Granted, we know we, how we got the win with the own goal. But w- what I enjoyed most, uh, Gabby, was I was surrounded by Columbia fa- Colombian fans. And it was, it was an interesting situation where nobody wanted to get in a fight. There wasn't any hatred. It was just the love of soccer. And it was incredible, the embrace that the Colombians gave the Americans sitting up in the stands in the Rose Bowl, wow. man. <laughs> yeah. I was a little young for that one, but uh, I, I remember the, the little kind of prehistory before that. I know Colombia came in as as one of the top dogs after beating uh, Argentina 5-0 in one of the qualifiers the, the, you know, a few months before that. And um, I think they just got a little little too uh, too arrogant, a little yeah. too cocky, and, uh, and they let their guard down. And then, you know, obviously it was, uh, I think it was the States that was hosting the, you know, they were hosting the, the tournament. So it was. I'm sure it was just a fun game all around. You know, looking at your division, uh, your Group H for Colombia, Colombia, Poland. Uh, you got Japan and Senegal. I think your first game is is against Japan. Do you do you study the game prior to the first match? I mean, are you looking into some of the Japanese players, or do you just kind of sit back and let it roll? Not really. I. Uh, I mean. So four years ago, um, we had them in the group stages as well, and they won the game. Uh, well, we'd won the game uh, four to one. Um, so I'm hoping it goes along <laughs> those lines. That would be that would be a great start to, to the tournament for us. But uh, you never know with uh, you know with the teams and the players and four years in between each tournament. Um, you know, a lot of the rotation and the changes that happen. It's it's a completely new team for each side. You know, really. So you never know going into it what can happen. 
you know, it kind of is a shame that it's an off weekend for IndyCar right now because of the World Cup starting. I'd like to think that there's some sort of trash talk that might go on between you and some of the other drivers because of all the nationalities that are represented in the series. Yeah, well, it is an off weekend, but I tell you what, um, four years ago when we had the quarterfinal, uh, it was Brazil against Colombia. <laughs> that year they had, uh, I think it was three Colombians in the uh, IndyCar series, and of course you had Elie Castroneves, Tony Canon, maybe another uh, one or two Brazilians in, in the IndyCar series as well. And we were actually during a race weekend at uh, at Pocono, and they hosted, they actually, IndyCar actually hosted a, a viewing party. And it was fantastic because you had, you know, all the Colombians on one side, all the Brazilians on the other side. Uh, the guys, you know, from the support series, so from Indy Lights and the junior level series were there too, the Brazilians and Colombians. And then, of course, all the other drivers just kind of picking size, uh, choosing a, 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 a size. Huh. So, <laughs> side. so it was just really... It was great, and hopefully we get to relive that uh, again this year one of the race weekends. IndyCar driver Gabby Chavez joining us in the Freak Nation, and it is a culture thing. And I believe that the IndyCar culture in America is getting better, but it still has a long way to go. How can you guys as drivers from all over the world help to increase the culture even more in IndyCar? For Americans, I should say. Well, it surely is. And, you know, the good thing we've got on our side is we've got um, you know, not only foreign drivers uh, from other countries that are in the IndyCar series that fully support it and are fully, you know, vested in the series, but you've also got, you know, a handful of really talented and really fast American drivers that, you know, can give those local fans, um, you know, someone to, to root for. And, um, you know, of course, everyone will have their favorite drivers. Some are driven by you know, the having the same nationality. And so that's what makes it so so unique and special is the diversity in the IndyCar series is, you know, it's second to none. And um, I think that's, you know, what it's got going for it is it has potential to grow not only in America, but um, but in a global stage as well. Regarding America, though, there are still a lot of people who think it's NASCAR and NASCAR only. When, no, you've got super bikes, you've got super cross, you've got drag racing, you've got IndyCar. So how do, how do motorsports drivers basically wave the flag and say, hey, we're over here too? It's not just all about NASCAR. No, it certainly isn't. I mean, you know, NASCAR is, is you know, it's great on its own. It gives, you know, kind of connects a lot of the people that just want to watch some racing and, you know, drink some beer and have a, a fun weekend. Um, you know, it gives them something to do. And then also you've got a little bit of what feels like maybe a little bit of a higher tier uh, sport in, in IndyCar with, you know, a little bit more glamour to it. Uh, you know, the, the drivers and, and the Indy 500. And you've also got different, you know, other different disciplines and, you know, and dirt bikes and MotoGP and, uh, you know, little other series, sports bike racing and endurance racing. So, it's it's very diverse and it's, it's there's something for everyone um, to enjoy and um, you know that's that's kind of what we're here to do with IndyCar as a series is try to appeal to 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 everyone try to give them something they can enjoy and I think we do not do because you know we are I what I believe to be you know the most diverse racing series in the planet you know we race on 
um, short ovals. We race on super speedways. We race through the streets, um, you know, street circuits, road courses, permanent uh, circuits. Um, and we have obviously a very di- diverse driver lineup from many different countries. Gabby Chavez is a former Indy Lights champion, IndyCar Rookie of the Year in 2015. Gabby, do you see yourself staying in IndyCar? Do you want to make this a career, 10 or 15 years? Or do you look at maybe dabbling in sports cars in the future? What's your plan? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I take a look at the successful drivers that have been, you know, through IndyCar. And that's kind of what I'd like to emulate and what I'd like to follow is being able to have another, you know, 15 years in the series, right? And then when when I feel like I've had um, a good time and I've had success and I've won the races I want to win and I've done what I want to do in my career in IndyCar, um, then I'll be happy to look at, you know, some of the other series around, you know, whether it be sports car racing or who knows what, what future series we'll, uh, we'll have to, um, you know, to compete in. So, um, but for, for the foreseeable future, uh, it's all IndyCar for me. Gabby, are you back on Simon Pagano's Christmas card list? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know about that. But, uh, you know what? I, it's, just, it's one of those things where it goes back to that passion that we were talking about. Right? You, you know, you, you go racing, and just like how we watch, you know, a soccer or football match, you know, whatever you want to call it, and we – you know, we get excited, we get passionate about it, you know, we, we have fun when we win, we, we uh, you know, it hurts when we lose, it's the same thing on track, you know, you're you're out there, you're fighting, and you sometimes you let that passion kind of get the best of you, and um, I think at the end of the day, it's just two guys that are passionate about what they do, just having a dis- disagreement on track, you know, things are said, and then couple weeks later, you forget about it, and it's all the same, so I think we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on, though. I, I, I'm not looking at the World Cup groups, but that would be a party for IndyCar. France playing Colombia. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we did not too long ago. I want to say it was maybe, maybe about a month ago or a month and a half ago. Uh, we, we played a friendly Columbia 1-3-2, so there's that. <laughs> oh, snap! <laughs> Sorry, France, Simon. by the way, in Paris, by the way. Ooh! <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a real friendly. <laughs> Gabby Chavez, of course, IndyCar Series pilot. Would you rather score the game winner in the World Cup or win the Indy 500? Dude. Oh, man, that is not even a... That is... It's not even the same universe, that question, for me. <laughs> it's all about the Indy 500 here. Yeah. Really? I mean, yeah. come on, man. I mean, the, the... this is, I don't know. I don't know. We're, we're race car drivers are a different breed of athletes. Yeah. You know? Most other athletes, you know, you're playing a team and it's all about the team and it's about, you know, the winning together. And, uh, you know, I think race car drivers are, are a bit more selfish in that way. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not, I mean, not embarrassed or afraid to say it, but yeah, I'd absolutely go for to achieve my lifelong dream, <laughs> then then please the whole country. That sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but again, no, it ties the whole interview together because again, it goes back to that passion, that culture. Yeah, you grew up a soccer fan, but you also grew up wanting to win races. You are a racing person in your blood. So yeah, and racing is for the most part an individual sport, at least in the cockpit. So I get it. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And at the end of the day, you know, if I was to win the Indy 500, um, it's still a win for for the Colombian fans, yeah. right? So, you, you know, there's still a, a huge fan base in motorsports, especially around, you know, the Indy 500. Um, that would be, you know, blown away by, uh, you know, by another Colombian winning the Indy 500. <laughs> Gabby Chavez, there's a couple of targets that you could look for in your ear at the race. Is Al Unser Jr. a two-time winner of the Indy 500? And you got another two-time winner, fellow countryman Juan Montoya. Which one are you after on the Borg Warner Trophy? It, it's great because I've I've grown I've I've grown to have a really good relationship with uh with Al with Al Unser Jr. So we've kind of grown closer together, of course. And um, at the same you know for this at the same token I've you know, when I grew up and I was watching racing, and I was six, seven, eight years old, when I first started getting got into racing, it was it was all about Montoya. Right? It was Montoya uh, winning the Indy 500, winning uh, the IndyCar Championship, um, going into Formula One. So it's it's a, obviously a, an internal debate for me, but you know, I gotta I gotta say. Um, you know, really, the the friendship and relationship that I've grown to have with Al makes it makes it really special, and uh, it would be great to you know to kind of join join him and, and and be alongside him, and of course the other greats that have won the the Indy 500 and have their face on the trophy. Freak Nation, Gabby Chavez joining the Freaks, and you look at really what you've done in the IndyCar series, and and again, you got so many great folks there with. With uh, Hardy Racing and the Unser in your ear, it's uh, it's tough to beat, isn't it? Yeah, it really is, you know. And uh, you know, although um, admittedly we've had our ups and downs this season, um, it's been it's been a uh, all around uh, you know a tough season that you know you expect from a brand new team coming into the series full time. Um, you know, I, I I believe in this guy so much. I know they believe in me. Um, you know, we've had our flashes where we show what we can do when things go well. Um, and I just, I'm, I'm just really excited because I know that when, when we're able to hit that nail on the head, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to shock, we're going to shock the paddock. I think, I think we can do that sooner rather than later. And, uh, really, I just can't wait to be able to, to have that success and to be able to share it with this group of people that I have around me. Gabby Chavez, joining the Freaks, dude. Thanks for doing this, buddy. No, thank you, guys. I appreciate the invite. And Freak Nation, coming up next, are we anywhere close to where it used to be with NASCAR, where you would win on Sunday and sell on Monday? Also, your Statman Scat coming up, and we're going to flash back many years ago to Brandon Bernstein and a big win in Pomona. Coming up, Speed Freak Spitz at Lucas Oil Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to mankind. Racing has a problem that must be addressed sooner than later. The idea of blocking another competitor on the track is filled with danger for all concerned. Very early Sunday morning, there was less than three hours left in the Le Mans 24-hour race when Sebastian Bourdais and Frank Makowicki were nose to bumper battling for second place in the GTE Pro class. More than once, Makowicki swerves back and forth, blocking once nearly forcing Bourdais from the roadway. It was ugly. After his driver change, Borde was furious. The Porsche team leader made some excuses about tight competition. There weren't any penalties. Makowicki, in fact, went on to finish second in class in his Porsche, and Borde's Ford was third. Blocking's not rare. IndyCar officials fight it when they can. One move is allowed. The second move can be penalized. NASCAR largely ignores blocking. Something's got to be done. It's getting out of control. 
and it's dangerous. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there, too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Call the CPAP hotline now. 800-430-4234. 800-430-4234. That's 800-430-4234. Copays and deductible supply. Supplies are replaced in accordance with Medicare guidelines. Still some talk going around over the last five, six days when Michigan was rain-delayed. The NASCAR Cup race was rain-delayed for a few hours. They got the majority of the race off, but Clint Boyer was leading when they decided to throw the flag. A little bit of rain came back in. Clint Boyer got him a win. 
But the big talk coming out of that race, of course, were the empty seats. And this is after they took down 30,000, 40,000 seats to come down to 60,000. Less than 60,000. Less than 60,000. Uh, they're at Michigan, Michigan International Speedway, which is in the backyard of Ford and Chevy and Dodge Chrysler, Fiat, whatever the hell they're calling them this, this afternoon. So there's a lot of discussion of how in the hell can this happen in the backyard of these manufacturers there in Michigan, meaning not putting butts in the seats. Again, we know the rain played a little bit of a problem in it, but it's been going on a while. They had to take the stands down initially because it just was a, a huge eyesore. Uh, and still, there are plenty of empty seats there. You stat man, you remember Crash, the saying in the, in the day, back in the day was, Win on Sunday, sell on Monday, and that's that's been long freaking gone. So curious, maybe curious if NASCAR can put that passion back into to the fan base where it matters if you've got a bow tie or a, a blue oval. Or well, you could just take what Kevin Harvick said when he made the switch from Chevy to Ford. He was a lifelong Chevy driver from when he took over the number. Well, it was. Dale Earnhardt Sr.'s car, but they changed the number from 3 to 29. Right. And he drove that, and he was he was full-on Chevy. But then with Stuart Haas racing and Tony Stewart being such a diehard Chevy driver, they switched to Fords before the 2017 season. And, yes, Harvick was one of those believers that you no longer win on Sunday, sell on Monday. There isn't that brand loyalty anymore until his Twitter account just went nuts and people saying, I can't cheer for you anymore because you're in the Blue Oval, you're no longer with the bow tie, or vice versa. I couldn't cheer for you when you were with Chevy because I'm a Ford guy, but now I can finally root for you. Glad to have you on our team. And he said it was just nonstop for weeks. So he believes, yes, it's still there. Now, does that passion for those brands convert to actual sales from the show floor room? That's, I think, what is the missing link. Statman, does that matter anymore? Should NASCAR get involved in some type of a feeder series with uh, electric car racing? <laughs> no, I'm, there's a excuse me. There's a whole host of issues. My mind is is spinning here uh, about what's the problem. And they had a feeder series. It was called USAC, and all oh. the short tracks that they ran in the Midwest, they would get names of guys that would come up and race in NASCAR or at Indy 500. But now they have drivers that stick around instead of 10 or 15 years, they stick around for 20 or 30 and there's no room for the new guys who come in. And as long as they promote the names, they're not promoting the, the brands, all the cars look alike. I could go on and on. There's just, this is not the NASCAR that became passionate to people, uh, you know, uh, many years ago. Plus, I think the biggest thing was something I heard from um, uh, a, a network news anchor, Peter Jennings, who was talking about why he was asked why NASCAR had become so popular. And NASCAR generally, the popularity was generally equal to the growth of Southern values that came out of the South and went all over the country. And now that that's saturated, I don't know that there's any more. They, all the people who are interested in NASCAR are interested in NASCAR and the growth is not sustainable. You can't pick off of the periphery anymore. No. 
I don't think so. No, without a doubt. And again, like anything, if you don't make those adjustments quick enough, we're having these conversations about empty stands and declining ratings and, and declining too many car races count. and yeah. all the oh, other yeah. stuff that we you know, not just us, but people have been even the drivers are talking about this. The races are too long. There's too many of them, and you can't sustain interest with people who are 140 characters long in attention span, and you're asking them to pay attention for four hours or for 11 months. It's just not possible. No, and again, you look at the you look at baseball, basketball, football. All of these series, or excuse me, all of these leagues are. Granted, it's the old white dude network with the majority of them. They're trying to make changes to their to their leagues to better adjust their product to the younger eyeballs. Speed up the game, reduce the schedule, yada yada yada. Uh, NASCAR, is, take note. Is soccer is it one reason why soccer is so popular with the younger younger folks? Is that it's, it's constantly moving. You know that the damn game is. One half of 45 minutes and another half of 45 minutes, maybe three or four minutes of stoppage time. I'm sure that contributes to some of it. Can't deny it. Freak Nation, six years ago. It'll be six years ago this November when Brandon Bernstein won the Pomona World Finals in Top Fuel. Wow. Yeah. Also winning that race was Cruz Pedregon in Funny Car, Alan Johnson in Pro Stock. But we go way back with Brandon Bernstein. And a big win for him as we are celebrating 18 years of the Freaks. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. Sir Jeremy, you are a true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Madam Susan, you are an even truer friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. What is that? This is a spiced honeymead wine that I have really been into lately. Please follow Sir Brad. He's going to give you a private tour of the pit of misery. I'm sorry, what? Pit of misery. Dilly dilly. Here's to the friends you can always count on. Hey, Freak Nation, it's time you clean up your tires and rims, so do it with Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. It's an environmentally friendly treatment spray designed to give tires and trim a long-lasting, like-new shine. Use Slick Mist Tire Shine to remove dull, gray oxidation from bumpers, tires, plastic, rubber, and vinyl trim. It's long-lasting, UV-resistant, and helps prevent sidewall blowout. Log on to lucasoil.com for more info and pick up Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine at major auto parts stores today. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. 
Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. The Boca Raton Cougars, the Las Vegas Hookers, and the Arizona Pricks got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the Lexington Studs or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, made with the highest quality 100% cotton available and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com and get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Speed Freaks from the Lucas Oil Studios coming up on our 18th year here in the Freak Nation. In moments, a flashback with Brandon Bernstein winning in Top Fuel, not five, but six years ago, NHRA Pomona World Finals. Take a guess, that man. How many times, according to Wikipedia, how many times has Kenny Bernstein won? At Pomona, including the Winter Nationals and the Pomona World Finals in Funny Car and Top Fuel. Five. Crasher? I was going to say six. Six. Oh, a lucky guess. Listen, listen to these. This is this is bonkers. In 1987, your Top Fuel winner in the Winter Nationals was Don Garlitz. Your Funny Car winner was Bernstein, Kenny Bernstein, then Warren Johnson in Pro Stock. I didn't know this. That in 87, that was only the f- sixth year that Pro Stock was running in the Winter Nationals. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> right? All right, so we've got Kenny Bernstein in the Fuelers. Top Fuel in 92. Jim Epler won in Funny Car. Jerry Ekman in Pro Stock. Kenny Bernstein in Funny Car in 1985. Gary Beck. In Top Fuel. And Daryl Gwynn, 86, in Top Fuel. Kenny Bernstein in in Funny Car. Again, that's for the finals. And then again, Top Fuel in the finals. John Force in Funny Car. That's in 94. 98 was Kenny Bernstein and Chuck Etchells. Hold on a second. That's, is that six? Hold on. How many? How many is that? I've lost track, Kenny. So did I. Sorry about that. He won a whole hell of a lot of times. Damn. His name is Brandon Bernstein, the son of Kenny Bernstein. 2012, he won himself the NHRA World Finals. And, yeah, another team that I despise, the Texas Aggies, their football team, (laughs) where, of course, Brandon Bernstein graduated from. Brandon Bernstein with the Freaks six years ago. Now joining us here in the Freak Nation, 
saw him a few weeks ago, and I bet this guy hasn't climbed down off the roof ever since. His fellow Aggie, Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel, won the Heisman Trophy. Your winner from Pomona, NHRA Top Fuel winner, Brandon Bernstein, joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. And do you have that A&M Aggie sweater on, Brandon Bernstein? Absolutely not. <laughs> but I'm, 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 I'm totally happy for the man. It was, uh, that's a great great deal for him. He deserved it. Um, you know, it's nice to see a freshman finally win uh, win the Heisman. So. It's pretty cool, but um, but no, I don't have my A and M sweater on. That's for sure. Because he's wearing burnt orange. True. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, not happening. Let's let's be honest here. Brandon Bernstein and I, NHRA top fuel winner from Pomona. He and I have been giving each other grief for many years. A and M versus Longhornsmen. And when A and M went into the SEC, they were t- every all the pundits were talking about how the entire SEC was going to roll over Missouri and the Aggies. Okay, they rolled over Missouri. But holy, but Jesus, where did they find this Manziel right. character? Hey, that's right. We had a good team. We we still we got a great team. I mean, it's not just our quarterback, man. I mean, it takes a you know that's it's a team sport, dude. But um, but you know, he did. He had an awesome year, just a terrific year, and um, so did the the whole uh, whole team and the whole Aggies did. And uh, yeah, I mean, they were they were talking about uh, the SEC just rolling on us, and uh, look what happened. Did you make it to any games, Bernstein? I did not. I've been honestly, and I, this sounds horrible, but I'm gonna tell you the truth. I haven't been back to A and M since I left. Wait, whoa! Wait a minute. Now we were sitting here talking about how much you were gonna yeah. be coming through the phone over this, and you're tired. I haven't even been yeah. there. What's that about? Yeah. No, it's uh, it's not happening. Yeah, it's, 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 I'm excited. I am excited for him, but yeah, I haven't been back. I'm being totally honest. <clears throat> Were you invited not to come back? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they probably did. <laughs> no, I was fine. Come on now. So the the legend of Brandon Bernstein, if we went back to Texas A&M, there's not going to be any legendary stuff that we're going to find that's going to well, bubble up from the yeah, surface? Not at all. Not when there's 30,000 students there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brandon. I was just a number. I was just a number, just like everybody else there. Answer us this question, Brandon Bernstein. We were talking at the top of the show. My Indiana Hoosiers won the NCAA soccer title today. I saw that. Yeah. Do you want to touch my monkey? But basically, Kenny was wondering why great athletes would go to a school like Indiana because there's cold weather, there's no good-looking women. I said, whatever. So we started talking back and forth to Kenny saying, well, there's not that many good-looking women in Texas as well. Settle this argument for us. You live in Indiana now. You were born and raised in Texas. Where are the better-looking women? Do not disappoint me, oh, Bernstein. By far in Texas. <laughs> See, oh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, hands down. Oh, hands down. Like, like that's not even – we shouldn't even ask that question. That, that should not even be – no, definitely Texas. Texas then, women were way better. Oh, so the, even at A&M? I know you had 30,000 people yeah, to choose oh, from. Even, no, even at A&M. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even at A&M. So the B-vets that we've seen when we go to Texas, you don't, you're not counting them? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> hey, more importantly, Brandon Bernstein, last time I saw you, you know, it was like... I'm so wasted! And... You know what you did, and and what you did to me twice. You gave me two punches in my man junk. I owe you two. And you know what I'm going to do? Just before you qualify at Pomona on Thursday in 2013, gonna, I'm going to walk up and punch you in your man bag a couple times because you yeah. nailed those gyms, dude. 
Dude, it, it, come on now. Those weren't like actual punches. Those are just called little love taps. I mean, I just just a little like just a check. It's just a check. You, you got to be ready for those, man. I don't know whose junk you've been checking lately because I damn near fall. I don't. Whatever. I don't check any junk. I just give a nice little just a quick little tap. Dude, people, come on now. Twice. He's be ready for it. He's used to doing it in a fire suit. Of course, there's like eleven layers of protection there. So Kenny, your jeans just didn't cut it. Man. Hey, you know what? I'm just happy to be back on the show. It's been like forever. I know. I mean, yeah, it's probably because, you know, I haven't won in forever. So I'm just very happy to be back on the show. What'd you say, 69 races? I think it was, yep. Nice number. Mm. Wow. Yeah, ridiculous, huh? So the, the the ubiquitous, not, okay, the proverbial question would be getting the monkey off your back and what is it, how does it feel to get that off your back and all right. that kind of crap. And what great momentum to but, go into but, the offseason in 2013. But, at that, but what we talked about with Antron Brown was before the races even started at Pomona for those finals, you told that son of a bitch, you're going to win this damn race. Yeah, I, I, I actually, I mean, at driver intros, I came up to him and I said, uh, I said, look, uh, I'm going to do everything in my power to try and win this race so that you win the championship. I mean, it was, uh, and, and I, he'll, he'll tell you that. I mean, it was, it was exactly what I told him that morning. And when I saw him go out for the round, I was just like, oh, man, this is not good. I am not going to let this happen. If anything, if it comes down to me, I, I'm definitely not going to let this happen. He needs to win this championship. So when somebody... It was got- crazy. I mean, it was just crazy. It just started all falling into place, and... Uh, and I mean, you know, then second round beating, uh, you know, Spencer, and then semifinals when we, when we beat uh, Milliken and got to the final. And then we know, you know, I know who we're racing. We're racing, you know, Schumacher. And it was just one of those days. I mean, I just, uh, you know, just towing up into the in the staging lanes on the starting line for that final. I mean, I see thousands of people out on the starting line. I mean, it was just, it was crazy. It was one. It reminded me of, you know, back when he had the run, so to speak. And uh, and there were so many people on the starting line. And I just looked out there, and I'm I'm got my helmet on. I'm you know they're pulling me into the water box. And I'm just don't mess up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's all I said to myself. Just don't, but I used another word. But you know I just like just do your deal. And uh, and man, I mean just uh, the second I left the starting line, it's just one of those one of those deals as a driver. You just you know you just drilled it. I mean I watched the tree go by me, and uh, I just said man if I lose lose this then you know he must have he must have had a hell of a life because i just drilled that light brandon cool. brandon bernstein the uh, nhra top fuel winner at pomona is it like when you hit a baseball you don't feel it coming off the bat is that the same way in drag racing you don't feel the thing coming off the line that it's just launched and the body gets bowed the chassis gets bowed and you're just flying yeah it is. It really is. It's, it's like in any sport. I mean, you know, soccer when you hit the ball true. I mean, baseball when and you do that. I mean, golf when you just you, you just nut a you know two hundred yard you know shot right on the green and right by the hole. I mean, it's just it, it's just that that fluid motion of uh, of leaving the starting line and just you know knowing that you just nailed it and then uh, you know everything just comes into place. Why aren't you doing that more often, Brandon? Well, it's a tough deal. I mean, you got to be at that uh, that level, um, you know, all the time. And, and I've had, you know, this year, I mean, definitely in the countdown, um, you know, we've had a great, great uh, consistent race car through the countdown. We only had one 
one little hiccup in uh, in Vegas, but other than that, we got to the semifinals and all the countdown races, and, and I drove, you know, great. I mean, I really did. I mean, I, I made sure that, uh, you know, I was at my uh, my peak and uh, and made sure that uh, I got off the line first on, on most uh, 80, 90% of the time. So it was, uh, it's just one of those things. You just have to get mentally prepared, and it's, it's tough sometimes to, to get into that zone and stay in that zone um, for as long as, you know, we have to do that. Brandon? So good or bad, I'm sorry, Statman, good or bad, Brandon Bernstein, then to win the season finale? Good because, you know, you're, you're riding this momentum wave. You felt good that day. Everything, you're firing on all eight. Everything was perfect. It worked. But then bad yeah. because, ugh, now you're down for two or three months. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's kind of, you know, both that. But, but hey, like, uh, like Joe Barlam said, our, uh, our crew chief, he said, hey, we get to be the winner every Sunday until Pomona, though. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's uh, it's a cool feeling. I mean, definitely, uh, you know, when you win the last race of the season, it feels great. But um, to do it the way we did it and, uh, you know, get Antron the championship and, and uh, you know, for Mav TV and Lucas Oil and Protect the Harvest, I mean, we we, we were close a lot this year. And, uh, and, to, and to get that win finally because we knew we were so close all year long, um, you know, it was something special for the guys and everything. It was pretty awesome. Brandon Bernstein, NHRA Top Fuel winner from Pomona joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits, and you're driving for Morgan Lucas. Morgan Lucas finished seventh in the points. You finished fifth in the points. You, you de- do you detect any animosity from Morgan Lucas, especially going to his wedding? Did he did he try and spike your drink so he could, like, pull your panties above your head or something? Yeah, no, nothing like that. He was he was so excited, um, you know, at Pomona and everything. And, and we've just had this year's been, you know, so much fun as a, as a team, you know, for both cars and just had, had a blast all year long. And, um, you know, yeah, I mean, he, he really wanted to finish, you know, higher obviously than what he did. And, um, they struggled a little bit through the countdown. Um, but, uh, you know, they had a great year. I mean, winning three races and, and everything, uh, he did a great job this year and, uh, it, it's just been, it, it honestly, it's been a lot of fun. I've never had the team dynamic. I've never had a teammate. I've always been a single car team. And it, it's just been, a lot of fun and plus you know he's one of my best buddies and uh, it's fun to, to race with your best buddy especially for him you know that's something we talked about i think at the beginning of the season when we had both you and morgan on one of our thursday pre-race shows at pomona the, the season opener this year talking about will this might maybe hurt your friendship but obviously so far it, it hasn't and that's great it's probably strengthened it oh it definitely has no it's uh it's it strengthened it um, big time i mean it's just uh you know, there's no, I mean, we support each other 100% every time. I mean, whoever's in or out, we lose first round, whatever. I mean, the other guy's, you know, still there on the starting line, uh, you know, just making sure that uh, they're cheering them on. I mean, it's just, it's been a lot of fun. It really has. We, we've enjoyed it this year. You know what's cool, though, is your wives are really tight, too, because if you boys ever go on, like, a pissing match against each other, your wives are going to just basically cut that off. This, this is true. They are. They're very close. And uh, and now, um, you know, my little boy, Landon, um, Morgan and Katie are the uh, godparents to uh, to Landon. So it's uh, it's even we're even more close now. So it, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Brandon, let me just paraphrase what Crash Gladys just said. And you make any kind of insinuation that you'd like to. Oh, boy. Your Both of your wives are really tight. And when you guys get in a pissing match, they're going to cut that off. <laughs> Wow, I, I, didn't, I didn't think of it that way, but uh, I'm not saying anything. But that's just what she—that's what she just said to you, Brandon. I didn't mean that's that. a little personal. I just—I I wasn't. My my mind wasn't going down that road. It was, you know, more of the. Uh, but hey, I, I, I like it, brother. You, I, I've got a 70 foot 
I've got a 70-room hotel on that road. You just come and join me. <laughs> Not a finger! I know you do. I know you do. Trust me. I've been the brunt of a bunch of them. Yeah, you have, you happy bastard. Hey, happy new year to you and yours, your your children. Uh, pass along to your old man. We miss him. All right? Absolutely, I will. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you guys, too. And you know, as, as they say about those Indiana women. Oh, jeez. That's the Indiana fight song, Brandon. Uh, All right, Brandon, go go to bed with that beautiful wife of yours. uh, Hopefully she's still there. Oh, yeah, she's right here. She's from California. They just live in Indiana. I understand that. All right, right, B. See you next year, buddy. All right, Brandon Bernstein, NHRA top fuel winner from Pomona. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. How long have you been playing that damn song? Statman, can you pick yourself up on the floor now? <laughs> I haven't God. heard that. I haven't heard that in a long time. It's mm-hmm. when we get ready for the twenty fifth anniversary, we ought to make sure we get that out there. <laughs> that interview from however many, six years ago barely contained any racing but that was a typical bernstein interview in the freak nation you know i i honestly i got some text messages from some people who really like brandon and you know they they were thinking that maybe we ought to be hearing some more from you i i would not i would not hate that Mm -mm. we do need more brandon bernstein in the freak nation oh boy in the meantime happy father's day yeah man uh, it would be a very special highlight next week for a 18th year celebration. Who knows what the hell we're going to pull out of our behind. <laughs> if that's what we yeah. found this yeah. <laughs> Remember, Freak Nation, shoot the juice to the moose and stat man. Cut it loose. They... <laughs> yeah. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined.